Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp. As a podcast listener, you've heard from us before. Today, let's hear from our members about what online therapy has done for them. I would recommend my therapist 1,000 times over. She has truly changed my life. The day after my first session, my friends and family said I sounded like myself again for the first time in weeks. You deserve to invest in your well-being. Visit BetterHelp.com to see what it can do for you. That's BetterHelp.com. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, an old chum, an old voice from the past. Uh, John, it is Christmas, isn't it? The ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> Jonathan was. Beals, um, who was a regular back on the old Friday night kick about, yeah. about a million years ago. He came it. in as some kind of expert today. We were quite shocked. I know. But uh, he was talking about gaming and uh, a bit of Ipswich and other matters, so we yeah. quite enjoyed seeing him. Uh, we were also joined by Martin Kellner, as always, of a Friday, who, who talked mm. us through uh, a week of sport on TV with a special emphasis on one of his great loves, Rugby League. Yes. It was very interesting on that. And oh, we had a bit of a chat about various stuff, didn't we? I gave up on the top four publicly, mm. as you'll hear. And that's just about it, isn't it? Yep. Here it, it is. all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Oh, good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. And I uh, I was watching on Amazon last night. I thought I'd try one of their innovations, mm. which is stadium sound only. Tried yeah. it without uh, Clive Tilson's That's commentary. Yeah. And basically, it's like going to Poor a... Poor old ma- Clive. A, a personal friend, and you cut his commentary out. I did. <laughs> but it's like going to a match on your own in a foreign country, and no one speaks English. <laughs> it's like you're just sitting there in the stand, and you've got no one to speak Mate, to. Mate, who crossed that? What's his name? Yeah, honestly. But you know who most of the players are on that pitch, I lasted though, about you? two minutes, and then I went back to Clive and Alan. Yeah. Not Clive Allen, obviously. No, not, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it was odd to hear Alan doing co-coms, yes, wasn't it? It's, it was it's, a bit odd, Yeah, actually. it was. I mean, I'm sure Martin will have his take on that. We're not used to it, are we? We're not used to him being riding no. shotgun like that. But, uh, honestly, they're... We were saying there were 73 Alan Shearer, people. we should point out for those that weren't listening, sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, they hired 73 people to uh, work on this, commentators and pundits. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was so a big operation. They were all those games, oh, yeah, You'd they? feel bad if you weren't one of the 73, <laughs> wouldn't you? You'd <laughs> have a no word chance. with the agent, wouldn't you? Have a word with Brendan Rogers' agent. <laughs> get, get that out there. Not very good. But Arsenal looked like they were up the Amazon without a paddle, really. But yeah. Quite wow. terrible. Well, the first 10 minutes of the second half, here we go. Hmm. They get the equaliser. They're back in this. They'll bomb on now. And then they sort again. Uh, Aaron Moy, mm. what an inspired bit of business that was uh, from Huddersfield. Oh, yeah. Fantastic really last well. night. It was terrific. It? Absolutely yeah. true. Everything that good about Brighton came through him. He really was. He never fancied Arsenal or equalised, nor did quite a lot of the people in the ground mm. who cleared out as soon as uh, uh, Brighton got the whole the, thing. It's a mess. Goal. It's an absolute mess. Yeah. There's no question if about it. Was it. Me, if it was me, John, if I were an Arsenal fan, I would want uh, I would want Arteta. I definitely would. I, I, mm. If he turned up, he's going to be the man who's probably going to be the next City manager. So why not swipe him while you can? I yeah. think he'd be good for He's them. got all the methodology. You, yeah. you know, if he's got the man management he's picked skills. up some good habits, but, hasn't he? But think. it's recruitment, the recruitment team and yeah. the backroom team and the ownership. There's so much wrong with the club. Yeah. 
you know, that you just think, it's not a job you'd actually want to be Well, you were absolutely spot on. If David Louise and Gary Cahill were both available, um, which one are you going to go for if you're looking for a solid defender? Yeah, Um, it's obvious, isn't it? Yeah, so, (laughs) and then as has been proved at Palace, really. I mean, they have made some very, very odd decisions. Brian Brian are playing really well. They are, knocking it about, aren't they? Graham Potter's a pen and paper man like myself, but I think he needs a notebook. You don't want to be writing on sheets Because he's going to be starting to lose all those bits of paper. But I watched a bit of the other game, and (laughs) at the end... Almiron, I love watching Almiron. He's so funny. He got the ball. He's like running at the defence. You, you want him to score? You go, go on, son. Go on, son. Yeah. Stick it in. Go on. It was like a <laughs> pathetic pee roller yeah. that Dean Henderson could have thrown his cap on. He, I felt Dean Henderson should just let it in as a kind of public service. Yeah. But you know, anyway, they were losing anyway. <laughs> he was not going to do that, would he? Uh, but the line, where we are with VAR at the moment, the two linesmen last night. I mean, one doesn't stick his flag up and runs back to the line as if it was a goal with five people offside. Yeah. And the other one flags when you know when you're not supposed to. So where are we? We did this? say, remember back in the day we talked about this and there was a game between Chelsea and Tottenham uh, last season at Wembley in the uh, in the League Cup when the Lino kind of went to put the flag. I think did and then put it down again because realized it was mm. they were using VAR. But it's it's muscle memory for assistant referees. Yeah. It's difficult. They're always going to in all their career they've been asked to make split second decisions and put mm. their flag up when they think that for them suddenly to put their arm down by but their why side. didn't the bloke at Arsenal why didn't he just flag after the well, he, thing he clearly didn't think it was offside mate. it was a terrible <laughs> call he'll be looking at that really? today really or maybe he was just waiting for VAR to sort it out <laughs> yeah. he thought I'm not sure well, I'll let VAR sort uh, it out it was a mess absolutely mess but uh, see what did happen last night I don't know if you remember the uh, the incident where my wife tried, it's this time of year when my wife likes to re-gift a few items yeah and she's done it before can you want to tell us about the previous well the so previous she, one was that so she, uh, she's, a, she's a queen of the re-gifters isn't she well she, she? basically tried to re-gift no re Williams <laughs> she as she's known as in the dressing room <laughs> she tried to re-gift a book to the same person who yeah. got best wishes Andy the ten year old from Eamon Holmes biography yeah. with, the, with the inscription best wishes Andy so she Gave Eamon Holmes' 10-year-old biography to someone else with your name in it. Yeah. That's class, isn't it? Class, isn't it? Yeah. So she says, I, I found this book for X. So I said, OK. <laughs> well, I they said, know they're going to get it. So, so I said, I, if I was you, I'd check just to see if there's not an inscription inside. Best wishes. <laughs> was happy it birthday. To Andy. No, to her. Oh, okay. It was a book to, be- to Sue. Happy birthday. Something like that. If you got there, how insulted would you be? Very insulted. Oh, that's not anyway. good. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Hawksby and Jacobs here on Talk Sport. And I, have you read the piece with Andros Townsend? I think very brave. And yeah. I mean, I think when a player's still playing the game, especially one time respected mm. like him, to, to go out and, and uh, you know, it says so much. You can spend a, you can spend a lot of time with young footballers telling them about the evils of uh, of gambling and the issues of gambling. But for one pro like that to say, you know, I was in bits. I was so shocking. I was so it? pleased I got 46 caught. Forty six grand. He said the best thing that ever happened to him was the FA catching him. You know, forty six mm. grand in a night. He did. Oh, couldn't sleep on the eve of a game because he'd, he'd basically done £46,000. And, you know... He got into it quickly, didn't he? he yeah. Got, got a grip on him quickly as well. That's right. And, yeah. you know, it, it, it just proves it can happen, you know. He's, he's mm. a good kid. We know his dad, don't we? Uh, sure. Troy, of course. And and it can just happen to anybody. They can get sucked into this world. So I'm sure it's going to help a lot of young players, a lot of people in football and beyond, mm. to hear someone like him talk about that so frankly. So uh, well done to Andros. That's excellent work. And on a lighter note, um, this is a new thing that they're doing in China. I think they've done it in other places as well. It's a, a smartphone lane for pedestrians who are glued to their device 
as part of a safety drive. Hmm. So they're like padded lampposts. And the, the people who do this are called smartphone zombies. Oh, really? So if you're walking along down the road yeah. and you're sort of so absorbed in your smartphone, you just walk into somebody. I find that the people, it's almost like a bat. They've got a kind of sonar. They look like they're going to walk <clears> into you. Yeah. Because I deliberately don't change my course. <laughs> I, I'm hoping that to knock the but phone walk, out of their hand. They walk into you. But they, they always yeah. just sense you in the last minute and swerve out the way. Really? Maybe they've got an app that does that. <laughs> it's like those things that go around with the drinks in Yo Sushi. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Uh, this is a survey. Mm. Yeah, and uh, it says the average adult can manage five nights out in a row before they need a night in to recover. Um, yeah, right. It depends how old you are. Yeah, I think, I think if, I, if you're 18, 19 or whatever, yeah. fine. When you're getting to my age, not no, a chance. Not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> I mean, uh, we, we often go on a bit of a gentleman's, a bit of a football mm. gentleman's. And um, we used to make these things four nights and we'd still be rocking by night three. <laughs> now, so if everybody says... Just do a couple of nights, shall we? <laughs> Just to get. We used to get like the ten o'clock at night flight back on the third day. It's like, oh, should we get the eight in the morning? We know what it's like. That third day, everybody sits there nursing a pint, looking at each other. It's it. it everybody's been there, haven't they? It, it really all does come down to age. We should thank Beryl Blick once again, first with the Christmas card oh, well done, Beryl. to Paul and Andy. Have a lovely Christmas and a fantastic 2020. Beryl, of course, she's normally cruising. Um, yes. this time I'm in, on, I'm in on a ship obviously she's normally cruising at this time of year so uh, have a great cruise Barrow we hope you have fun and thank you very much for the card uh, as always excellent uh, have you got anything else uh, I have but then I won't have anything for the next section but I'll well, do it got another, I think that's it isn't oh, is it? you're okay, done let's oh, yeah, keep you've going just then. gone everything okay. must go Andy. I like this one a flip flop fan Rachel Watt. who's a flip flop fan <laughs> come on you flip flops Havianas, Havianas. That's her. She sounds. She's always singing it. Yeah. She's. Uh, she got an advent. Adv- advent. She got an advent. Slow down. Advent calendar yeah. from husband Neil, forty-six. Yeah. Filled with twenty-five new pairs of her beloved footwear. <laughs> In Morton Wirral. So you're not buying them for them. One thong. You've only got one thong. <laughs> As Alan would say. Very no good. Deeper, yeah. uh, we asked about uh, Noel Regifton Williams. Your, uh, yes. your missus. She's known for regifting at this time of year. Well, we only asked, by me and the listeners. We asked for some. Obviously, not the people. She's who get famed the for it. We were, we were asking. Headband. Yeah. I received a birthday card from my auntie and uncle, says Dave, uh, to Gary, crossed out. Uh, David. Oh, no. <laughs> Crossed out Gary and then put David on it. Oh, nice, bad, isn't, it? isn't it? This is a good one from Gabriel yeah. Cello. My mate gave me an awesome Wells biography for Christmas. It was great with me being a big film fan. I politely pointed out to him it was actually my book that I'd lent to him a year before. <laughs> that's that's got to be the that's worst. That's the worst. It's actually we your won't own. Top that. Actually, at least the other way you're getting a gift. It's actually your own book, isn't it? That someone's someone's giving back to you. That is, yeah. that is pretty terrible. Very poor, really. Yeah, that's right. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. We turn out of the world of uh, gaming and other Christmas matters. And a man who was a regular fixture on the show back in the day, who knew that he would come back to us as a self styled expert? <laughs> <laughs> he always was, and I'm taking the mic. He always was an expert. Jonathan Beals, good yeah. to see you, Jonathan. Yeah, good to see you to you guys as well, Paul yeah. and Andy in the studio. People will know that voice, won't they, from Saturday afternoons on yes. Sky? Yeah. Do you know what? I, yes, I, Jeff. Say yes, Jeff. Yes, Jeff. I haven't seen you guys for ages, and uh, I'm pretty much the same, just just older and fatter. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jonathan, uh, we're going to talk about Christmas gifts, aren't yeah. we? And, and the fact that they don't have a particularly long lifespan generally. Well. Apparently so, the research states that uh, uh, a gift 
for people around the age of 30, only has a lifespan of around about six months, right. which isn't very much at all. You know, you've got a lot of gadgets over the years, like like your bread maker, your smoothie maker. Apparently apparently, the soup maker is the one this year. Really? Soup maker? Yeah. Soup maker. Soup maker for me is a, uh, a tin opener and a microwave. <laughs> and that's a, a far better thing. So I think, you know, we're always bombarded with a lot of choice, where, you know, things start in August where you go into the supermarket and they're putting up the crackers, the Christmas crackers and the yeah. decorations and it yeah. all builds to like mm. a pre-sale on Black Friday. You can't put up the crackers. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> Get them you, out. Well, you can. Do you, do you spend a lot I'll of the time putting the up crackers? <laughs> well, you know, you can put up the crackers. You can yeah. put them up on the table. You put them up on the Christmas well, table. Yeah. For me yeah. and my family, it's always where Christmas really starts with the putting up of the crackers. <laughs> well, you know. I think, hope yeah. Crackers is listening this afternoon. Yeah, you will be, yeah. I might be putting him up this Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Titch and crackers. Yeah. Very yeah. good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it kind of builds in. And I think with technology now, there's a lot of stuff which can go obsolete yeah. quite quickly. Um, but you so have the answer to that, Jonathan. Well, Thank very much you so. You and your I good friends. This flashback, I feel like we're on Friday night. I do. Yeah, <laughs> this is a kickabout all over again. Yeah. Um, I do have the answer because uh, Xbox have come up with something mm. which gives a bit of longevity to mm. your item. Okay. Um, mm. I mean, in the past, as we've known, where you, you previously you bought yourself a console, yeah. you have to lump out for the console about <clears throat> 200 quid, mm -hmm. then you have to buy all the games at £40 a pop, and now with games... Everything's about the internet connectivity. So you've got to pay your subscription fee, which can be anywhere you know, between 15 and 20 pounds a month. <laughs> so what Xbox have mm. done is they said, right, okay, what we're going to do now is it will do it in a similar way till you get your mobile phone. So when you get your mobile phone subscription, you essentially pay for over two years, you get a yeah. contract, you pay a small amount. Because if you, if you bought your mobile phone in isolation, you'd probably have to pay around about a thousand pounds. So Xbox has said, right, what we're going to do, we're going to lump the console together, the games together and the, the online connectivity. And they've come up with something called Xbox All Access. So you go to any game mm. store, uh, you pay just under £18 a month for two years yeah. and you get a console, all your connectivity and 232 games to play. Blimey. Which, which is a lot. And I think as if you want to give a gift to somebody, then that is, you know, that is quite substantial. Do you, do you still play your games, Paul? Uh, not well, really, not I'm since not Horace so. Goes Skiing. And really? I have to say, I'm having trouble <clears throat> concentrating on what you're saying, Jonathan, because I've been playing Fortnite non-stop for six weeks. Uh, now, the thing is, I mean, we did we did talk about Fortnite. <laughs> he beat Deli Alley last night, didn't he? <laughs> did, yeah. yeah. But you decided not to become a pro, though, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> does go back to what we always used to say. You would, you were a sage, Jonathan. You said there will be a day when there'll be stadiums full of people watching other people play games. You and, did say that. And, uh, yeah, you knew, Joe. You knew this was going to take off. Well, it's very, it's very kind of you. I had, I had an inkling. I remember going to a, a Grand Prix in '98 and sitting around the table. I was doing a lot of work there. We were doing like the video game side yeah. of it. And I said to people, I remember on, on the night before saying, you know, I think there's going to be maybe like a league one day where people will all compete in the races. And lo and behold, here we are in 2019. And, and esports is, is a really big thing yeah. and a competitive thing. So, are you a guy? I mean, you know a lot the about Olympics, the industry. You work in the industry, but yeah. are you good? Are you good at playing the games? You're a good gamer. Um, no, in all honesty. Really? <laughs> you see, the thing is, it's like mm. if you play something like Call of Duty, or if you play an online game against mm. other people, you've got, or even Fortnite, other people are on there. They're so much better because they have the time to practice and everything else. I don't really get get the time to practice, in, in all honesty, um, even though I enjoy them. So 
what I, I I enjoy the games against the computer where you play in the campaign. So you're playing in like a film. You're playing like a story mode. I enjoy FIFA. Yeah. Um, I enjoy Pro Evo. I enjoy the sports games, the racing games. Um, they're absolutely fantastic. But when you're playing online, mm. you're playing against people who put a lot more hours in it. Yeah. And so you, you just know, get thrashed. You get thrashed. Can't you kind of set it, a level? Can't you? To, you kind of go into no. like Division Four. Oh, somebody? No, you can't do that. No, you can't really do that because you, you literally you you, di- you dive in, you jump in, yeah. and that's it. Like playing Fortnite, yeah. I played Fortnite a few times, and you go in, you know, you go in on the bus, you parachute in, you land in the building, you look around, you think, oh, there's a weapon, great. I'll start moving around, and all of a sudden, comes somebody comes up behind you, and you're out of it. You think, oh, I can't be bothered anymore. <laughs> but, but listen, this, this is a piece in the paper yesterday. Yeah. Almost half of men claim gaming is as skillful as football, with the over 40s making up half of players, the study says. So you, that's an interesting... Absolutely true. It right. is over 40s. You see, people think it's a kid's thing. You know, it's all child in a man's body, yeah. as he once said. <laughs> your feature, your regular feature yeah. on gaming. People think it's all little kids. But it's actually not, because, because yeah. the biggest games i.e. something like Grand Theft Auto, Call of Duty, they're yeah. all over 18. You've got to be mm. over 18 to buy them. Sure. Um, and this has been the thing for quite a while now. And even, you know, people who were playing horoscope skiing and all the stuff back in the day yes. on the 8-bit Frank spectrum. Frank Bruno boxing. Fra- on the oh, spectrum is great. Why frame boxing? What a game. Matt Hayes fishing, still the only game I've ever played. <laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt Hayes. You know, all, see, people, people who play back in the day like mm. music and football. Yeah. You went to football 30 years ago. Mm, that's true, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah? yeah, that's true. Still going to football now. And it's the same in gaming, it's the same in music. And and gaming, that's so so gaming has, has kind of evolved through as well. And what Xbox have done, I mean, the consoles have been around for like 42 years now. Wow. Which is quite a while. And nobody's ever done it in the way, nobody manufacturers ever sold it in a way that you can buy a little bit at a time where you can just pay a small amount. You always had to like lump out sure. two or 300 quid and think like... Here I go. What am I going to get? And then you'd have to buy everything else on top. Um, uh, what are your top three games then for Christmas? If people listening have got to get a, a game in, and we were talking to Miles um, about some football manager, football about, manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but so much of it now that the nans they actually want a box, they want a physical box to give to the grandson or granddaughter. Yeah. Whereas so much of it is just downloads, you know, that makes it quite difficult as a gift, doesn't it? It does as a gift, I think. I mean, you can <laughs> buy. People do actually buy, people will go into shops, into yeah. stores, they go into game, and they will buy a digital download card. Yeah. Where you That's think... That's a good idea. Yeah, and, and, and so they can they can gift that, or, or they... So they want something tangible. I said they're yeah. used to giving gifts like that, rather than saying, I bought you this. You've got this. a second-hand yeah. one, my wife can give to someone. <laughs> <laughs> signed by somebody else, signed by Eamon Holmes. I've, yeah. I've, always, been, I've always been a, a, a big fan of, of the gifting, and something like Football Manager is, is great, because, oh, yeah. you know, they've done... They've done it for years and years and years, and it's something you can give, like a book, yeah. rather than you know a little code and everything else. But I mean, what Xbox have done, in fairness, is that they've put 230-odd games essentially packaged with the console and yeah. controller and all the online stuff for like 230 quid. And that's so, so 230 games for, for, for £17 a month. Yeah. Um, Great value. Um, right, you, quickly though, I've got to do this. Oh, yeah. uh, it's a bit of nostalgia time. We're, quick game of the answer is Ipswich. Yeah, yeah. okay. Can you yeah. now? You're an Ipswich. Just talk about a question. Yeah. Talk about yeah. the Ipswich credentials first. Yeah, Jonathan. Uh, I think one of the last times we spoke to you was for you to say. Paul Lambert was a dud and you didn't oh, want him back. Me question. Oh, okay. Forget you crashed Andy's question. You weren't massively keen on Paul Lambert. No, no. I mean, League One. In all honesty. It's not a great quality league, with, with the greatest respect to the other teams. Wickham are doing well. 
Portsmouth are starting to kick into gear now. Peterborough, is this how you can go and see Adrian after this? Peterborough are doing yeah, well. Peterborough, I, mean, I mean, I did the Gilling and Peterborough game, and it was one of the worst games of football I've ever seen. <laughs> they could not see Peterborough, are they all that? Oh, eight seven one seven. Recommendation. Great, and they couldn't. They couldn't. Nobody had any possession in midfield. They couldn't pass it around. Um, so there's not a lot of a lot of quality in the league. Ipswich, in fairness, in fairness to Paul Lambert, he has done well. And he hasn't really spent any money, and he's and they're pushing on. Yeah, they're in second spot. Wickham are top. Coventry at the weekend, an interesting game, possibly a draw. But I think it's better to sit in second and then maybe make a push towards the end of the season. You doing a game for Jeff tomorrow? Where I'm not off? doing Jeff tomorrow. You're no. not. Yeah, no. okay. But you, you often you are around the Colchester. Yeah, you're yeah, often in that sort of part. South End, Millwall, Gillingham, yeah. London, and the South East. Pretty beautiful. Pretty beautiful. Well, listen out for Jonathan. Good to see you after all this time. Thanks for you popping doing the in. Question? Uh, go on, go on, do yeah. the question, definitely. Which team is managed by Paul Lambert, who was not wanted by certain fans? Oh, OK, yeah, without ah. mentioning any names. Um, the, that's the question and the answer is Ipswich. There's no prize, just a bit of fun. Um, the answer is Ipswich. Uh, yeah, well, well, well done, done yeah, yeah, Tremendous. Yeah, well done, congratulations. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Of course, that music uh, signals the arrival of squad number nine, Martin Kellner, uh, to give us his week of sport on TV. And we had double helpings this week because you joined us on... Wednesday, didn't you, to mm. kind of reflect on the first night of Amazon Prime? Right? We tell us about your old cathode, cathode ray telly. My little telly. Well, you actually, used to it's bang a big on telly. the top. It's a big telly. It's a big telly. It's yeah, a big, telly, big deep but I telly. Quite worked out yet how to get Amazon on that, and I think that will be. Yeah. There's, a, there's a thing you can get a, a stick. A stick. Of, yeah, you can get a, a little stick fire stick. Yeah, stick in. But, a Harvey, as Andy um, calls it, Harvey fire stick. Yeah, Harvey fire stick. It was funny that you were talking about 3D football though, because it. It was the big thing, wasn't it? I remember watching the Masters on 3D. Yeah. Well, actually, golf worked. Golf was... Golf did, yeah, used to get the old depth. The football the... was really... I remember watching the cup final between Manchester United and... Uh, Manchester City and Stoke. Yeah. It gave me the 
worst headache. It w- really was quite. It never really to took off. It, it felt a bit. It kind of. It never got beyond gimmicky, did it? I felt for it. I had yeah. a sort of one. I had to sit there with the 3D glasses watching football, but it didn't last, did no, it? Really? Not at all. And it never. It was never going to. I mean, the no. only time it came to life was when the uh, the coach kicked the water bottle over. Yeah, you needed those things. I'd say you screen. needed Jose Mourinho to do a bit of bat and ball, like that film House of Wax. Remember the Vincent Price mm. film that was 3D and it had lots of pointless gimmicks. They put things in the film that you'd never see in a film. Precisely. It's for Precisely. that reason, you yeah, know. Yeah. Anyway, everything I said to you the other day about rugby league, yeah. um, because I phoned up the... Uh, I spoke to someone from the RFL. Remind us what you did say about well, rugby league, for those not listening, there's which I find no hard to believe. That Sky... <laughs> yeah. I find that very hard to believe. <laughs> that Sky are not... They're certainly not going to... Uh, there's an eight-year deal with yeah. Sky, which ends at uh, the end of 2021. So right. it ends at the end of 2020 season, 21 season, which yeah. is next season. Mm. Uh, and they're not going to... It was an eight-year deal. It was quite a lot of money. Uh, and Sky have said they're not going to um, renew it uh, anything like the same um, same money. Right, OK. So they're going to lose a load of money. And at the moment, there's no deal. There is right. absolutely no so deal. So they, are, the they are potentially... They're, they're putting the feelers out. Is that what you're suggesting? They're, they're casting their net wide. Do you think BT, yeah, they do well, quite a lot of rugby union. You think well, they might... I think they're trying every single thing possible, yeah. as far as I can gather, because it's absolutely vital yeah. to rugby league. So there's no Super League deal at the moment. Uh, Toronto, uh, meanwhile, they've got Sonny Bill Williams, who's yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. worldwide a big attraction. Sure. So they're talking about they're talking with independent producers about producing their own content. Right. And so you might be able to see that they're in Super League now, Toronto. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So right, you might yeah. be able to we see. We spoke to John Wilkin the other week about it, who plays from as well. Of yes. Mm. He does. So, but Sonny Bill Williams is the big attraction yeah. for the, for them, obviously. So they may be able to independently produce their own content and, mm. and sell that somewhere. The thing is, the interesting thing is, it's not just Sky. The it's not just the pictures they broadcast; it's the coverage they bring to it. And it's mm. a, you know, I think a lot of they people, do do it very a lot well. of people have maybe got into rugby league because of the way that, that Sky do it. The game itself, mm. I mean, so I mean, in terms of production values, they're going to have to keep that up, aren't yeah. they? Because, you know, the game well, keeps up. Well, that is otherwise. the problem. It, yeah. It's what it costs in, in the way of production. Yeah. They're looking very closely at this uh, Amazon Prime experiment because that's shown that people will watch television, will watch televised football that isn't 55 cameras and isn't HD, etc., yeah. etc. Because the, in a way, it's, it's changed the way... Um, sport is broadcast because for years it's just been what we, we talked about 3D mm. that was going to be the thing and then it's uh, you know BT UK H you know Super HD etc yeah. etc et and when you were watching on Amazon Prime the other night it was none of that stuff was it it was just you know it was a perfectly decent picture most of the time unless you were buffering a little yeah. bit uh, you know, I mean were... football I mean football and the Premier League is a bit of a mm. global brand so you can see the appeal of the streaming companies mm. uh, as much as I love rugby league it's hard to bracket in the same way so it might be a slightly tougher sell it's going to be a tougher yeah, sell yeah, definitely yeah. so I mean one thing that that uh, this guy I was talking to was uh, in confidence was telling me is that there was a programme that was on Yorkshire TV and Granada years ago mm. called Rugby League Raw yeah, well, I remember, yeah, I remember, remember yeah, the, hearing about raw, that. Yeah. Which was basically before people were being mic'd up in football and rugby union and everything. Mm. It was the first time players were mic'd up, coaches were mic'd. You got f- more access yeah. to, uh, you know, 
to everything that was going on than you ever got in any other sport. Yeah. And uh, don't forget, rugby league is a tough sport mm. played by tough men who don't necessarily moderate their language all no. the time. Therefore, all those people, when you when they um, when they're doing a commentary on the telly and say we apologise to anybody who was offended by the language just yeah. used, well, if you're one of the people who are not offended yeah. by the language, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, rugby league rule that would be a USP if you're mm. selling that to a broadcaster. Say you know this is the mm. sport in the rule. You hear everything that goes on. I mean, you hear from the refs already, mm. um, but the idea that you could hear from the players and there was that yeah. much more involvement. And you're in the dressing. You're often in the dressing room anyway. In the dressing room, you could hear what was going yeah. on. And, so yeah. there is. Um, there's a guy I'm told who's a former Sky producer who's looking at putting together a package of just below the top level um, rugby, league, getting you know complete access all right. areas and making yeah. it as an actual program. Right. So it's a way to watch tough men playing a tough sport. Yeah. I suppose in a way it'd be a bit like the sort of WWE type stuff, except yeah. uh, it'll be um, for real. Well, I mean, the sport, sport. the sport is big in Australia, obviously, isn't it, as well? So that's yeah. the other big area for rugby league. And Yeah. Know, well, it is, but yeah. um, I, I assume they have to do... They're not that, as far as I can gather, they're not that interested in buying British rugby league. Right. They'll take it from Sky. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it seems to be a trend that what, Channel 4, Channel 5, those sort of channels would like free content. If you could offer them, um, you know, a rugby league package mm. which you yeah. produced within the sport, really, there's a chance of the selling it. The BBC Highlight Show is very good. I always enjoy BBC that. BBC Highlights that's, is that, good. That's yep. excellent. The, the Roundup, the magazine show. It is. So, well, yeah. all those things are up in the end, so but, nobody wow. knows. So there is mm. no Sky deal. For the yeah. It's a very crucial Time it is, for, yeah, uh, a great, great sport. Uh, yeah, um, it so is a great whatever, sport. You, you, you kept your eye on Amazon Prime. I certainly did. Um, I watched the, uh, well, obviously watched West Ham on the second night. I didn't watch it last night. Yeah. I, I meant to watch it last night, but limp I Limp was the word we used earlier on for your, your lot. It was a bit of a limp performance, wasn't it? <sighs> it was, yeah. It's not the word you used by the look of it. <laughs> the, way, oh, the only it was, one you could use it, at this time it, it of was, day. Well, they're so slow. Yeah. It's a, I mean, everything that, you've, they've got, you know, Felipe Anderson, they've got, they've got great players, but they do the flicks and tricks. Very Antonio's so key for Antonio is key. Yeah. You said this last time, and you know, that yeah. pr- proved it on yeah. uh, Wednesday night. <clears throat> but the, you know, not to go too deeply into the problems at West Ham, <clears throat> it does seem that they reflect the manager's personality in a way, which yeah. is sort of calm and unhurried. And then, you know, twenty-four passes, and then they give the ball away in, yeah. in, in midfield. It was just, mm. um, it was just. I, I, I was <clears throat> flipping between that and the and the derby, you know, Liverpool Everton. Yeah. And not only were Liverpool playing much faster than us, so were Everton. <laughs> You know, Everton looks like five goals. <coughs> Maybe it was more buffering yeah. in the Wolves so, game. No, I was just going to say that yeah, we, sorry, we talk, people talked a lot about the fact there were no innovations, but they did. They didn't do the. They did do the win probability thing, which was yeah, borrowed from that. cricket. Sky's wasp. You remember wasp? Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I mean, not that was the, there weren't many innovations, but you know, that was about the only was, one I could see. Yeah, really. yeah. That but, was I mean, stats available. Stats. Um, but I think they they went the right way in that they got the you know they got the proper people doing it. The commentators I mentioned, Peter Drury. So it was good to see Jim back in the studio. He did uh, Jim Rosenthal did the the Spurs Manchester United. He was he was it was good having back doing football actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was always good to see yeah. Jim Rosenthal. He's uh, a quality act. Yeah. The um, you know he's sort of um, I always used to take the Mickey out of him when I did the column in the uh, in the Guardian. Mm. He was always very good about it. So, yeah. uh, so I do like. <laughs> he's got a, a thick skin. He's a good man. <clears throat> he has got a thick skin. He's yeah. a good man. Um, I also watched the uh, the FA Cup yeah. to see that. I mean, obviously watched the draw, mm. which is quite interesting. You know, just to see which. Lower league 
team is going to beat us this year. Uh, Gillingham, I see. Um, but I, I did watch the... Uh, yeah, so I, I watched the FA Cup, which is interesting because they saw... <clears throat> excuse me. They yeah. have a lot of radio commentators doing it. In fact, they used the, the Exeter-Hartlepool uh, highlights. Mm. They used uh, Radio Devon's commentary. Oh, wow. And it does sound bizarre when you hear a radio commentary yeah. uh, on the telly. You may have heard um, the dulcet tones of our, of our producer occasionally. He's, I think he's, he's done a little bit of radio commentary on talking. <laughs> I think he's a bit close, though. There's the frightened that he might, a bit like you not using the word limp, he may go mm. he may go over the edge <laughs> yes. in terms of commentary. Well, this is Exeter, of course, who are the, uh, oh, yeah, the yeah, deadly yeah. enemy. Yeah. Um, and they said... Uh, the, the, I can't remember who the commentator was, but we were talking about the possibility of a replay. Yeah. And, you know, obviously Exeter Hartlepool yeah. is a hell of a trip. Of course, it certainly and, is. Yeah, and she, she <laughs> yeah. did say um, Hartlepool's going to be a difficult place to go, yeah. um, especially on a Tuesday night. And I can't see what happens in Hartlepool on a Tuesday <laughs> night that makes it a really difficult place to go to on a Tuesday night. <laughs> Specifically on a Tuesday, Tuesday night. Tuesday night in Hartlepool. Yeah. Because they will say that. Maybe with, you know about plan roadworks just outside of Hartlepool possibly. for next year. Tuesday. Mm. Yeah. The, but having said that, you know at the moment they're going around the country um, interviewing all sorts of people about the election. Yeah. And they interviewed some people in Teesside, which would, would cover Hartlepool. Mm. And she was moaning about some shops being knocked down to build a car park that had a view of the... I'm getting there, don't worry. Oh, yeah. Would have a view of the River Tees. Nice. And her quote, and his exact quote, she says... What do we want a view of the River Tees for? The Tees is minging. The Tees is minging. And I don't know whether that sort of reflects the Tuesday night. And She'll be signing copies of her news book, The Tees is minging. The Tees is minging. That's exactly in, uh, in Waterstones yeah. in Hartlepool next week. Yeah. Martin. So, is yeah. that it? I can't so tell you. Time for real quick, very, very quick one. Dion Dublin, Holmes oh, yeah. Under the Hammer. He was uh, one of the experts there. And my son did direct me to the uh, stairs going up to the bedroom. Have ah. you seen that? Yes. Yeah, stairs, yeah. Yeah. Just in case. So nobody ever seen it. it. I was killing myself. Very, very funny. Have you seen stairs? No, there? I don't know. Dion oh, Bits, he does say that quite a lot. It's Somebody has put together on YouTube a sequence of uh, of, of Dion saying the stairs go all the way up to the bedroom. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, he's had like to leap the last three or four feet of the stairs. <laughs> no, they go clamber up, to the clamber up the final few stairs every time you went to bed. Yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We return next week with uh, join us in the studio, Carla Kimi. Uh, chatting about his new book. Um, Jack Savaretti, fine musician. Uh, Sam Gowland, Borough supporting Geordie Shaw, regular. And there was somebody else who was really good. Who was it? Uh, can you remember? I'm looking at the producer. There's one other person who was yes, on that list. It was. Uh, was it Pele? It wasn't Pele. I'll tell you who is going to come back Monday. Who's that? Sockley Park. So, oh, great to see Sockley he's Park. He's going to defend his title. Our old mate. Oh, Laugh for Laffles coming Olaf in. Yeah, yeah. And Sockley Park in Don't Ask Me. <laughs> Good. Okay. Brilliant. Don't touch that dial. Uh, have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Flimsy staying slowing you down? Well, it's time to upgrade. Armadillo builds durable North American-made tablet stands and kiosks. We're so confident, we offer a lifetime warranty. So, elevate your business and visit armadillo.com. That's A-R-M-O-D-I-L-O.com and use code ACAST for 5% off. Armadillo, built to last, designed to impress. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops, if we're stopping to get gas. 
you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.